Oi, we are here for another Faz Radio this week, talking about all sorts of shit, which you'll hear about very soon. But in the meantime, something's going on. What uh, is oi? Oi. 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 Remember? Do you remember uh, what's his name? Jacko, who did the Energizer commercials in the eighties. Oi, Energizer. No. Nope. Was Nick alive in the eighties? Well, <laughs> uh, that's that's true. Apparently, yeah, somebody asked if I was Betty's dad earlier today. So. Yeah. <laughs> someone messaged me. He was like, "Are you forging crypt?" Well, what I'm confused with is where he saw. He's been watching the podcast. No, oh, they don't, they don't look alike sense. at all. Uh, he's been like, watching the podcast. And someone was like, "Are you Forge's son? Like, you look alike." I was like, "No, we're not." Like, no. Uh, it's official. I have reached old, old timer. Well, you got to get anyway, rid of the the gray goatee. That'll help. There you go. It's, it's silver, dude. It's not. Yeah, you got you got the oh, yeah, you got dude. the silver the silver thing, and then he looks like he's twelve. So that like works right out. <laughs> Uh, well, we were talking, uh, so we made a stop in the middle of this and lost my concentration because we were, uh, we posted up some articles on the, uh, elemental mints with champions ascension and they were, they were free mints for certain people, people that would help, you know, the, um, prime the, champions. Uh, yeah. The champions. And, um, and then they have a whole bunch of other ones for whitelist people that did competitions or that were, um, content creators and stuff like that to be able to mint them for free. Well, I bought some just because I wanted a little bit more than the one that I got for my one wallet. And they were 0.01 ETH. Well, somebody went in and just bought a crap ton because they're at point, well, they were over uh, 0.08 ETH for a bit. And then they're back down to 0.06. Well, what we're so talking about, we... go ahead. What I think happened was, so they had the tier zero, tier one, and tier two slots the tier zero was for wallets who had uh they held the prime ascendance in their wallet um which was their first collection they launched the tier one was for people who had like i said community uh, content creation all that sort of stuff and then the next one was um people who basically kind of like won a raffle and they announced they're like we oversold or we overcommitted people to that tier two whitelist. So there might not even be a public sale because the public sale was supposed to happen right after the tier two, whatever included, if there was any left over. And the tier two minted out in like, it was an hour long mint minted out in a couple minutes. Um, And so a ton of people were like, crap, I thought I was gonna be able to get one on this tier. I'm not gonna be able to. Oh, right now they're only 0.03 ETH. A bunch of people went, swept everything they could find. because I was looking on the OpenSea offers an analytics page now, um, and I don't know if you want me to share my screen and maybe show this. Where's, yeah, yeah. where's the analytics? I want yeah. to see where it's at. I haven't gone. Um, I, haven't used I thought NFTs forever. were dead right now. Everybody was saying that oh, NFTs no. were also 2022. So yeah, if you just go to OpenSea, so it is cool right here. It's the seventh top trending oh, collection damn. right now, and this that. is interesting as well. This is Treasure right here, Bridge World. Oh, um, look at that. So that's interesting. That that has some nice volume too. Um, but yeah, so if you go into one of them. Uh, I can just go to analytics right here. Um, and it basically will give me the, you know, floor price over time, um, you know, overall volume, the most recent listings and sales. And then it also gives you, you know, the top owners. So I can, you can go in and say, okay, this person's got 10% of the, you know, collection, but you know, it's just an interesting way. It just gives you some more data. Um, 
Yeah, because that one dude owes like a thousand of them. Yeah, he literally has a thousand of them. Um, wow. So, it's not you know, me. for for me, it you know, right away, I, I start wondering. I'm like, okay, is this guy? What else does he hold? Does he only hold champions? Like, is he? Got to do like some Nansen on his ass. All. See, and this is something that's not going to go See, away. Okay, so all four days. So he had so. That's so. So this guy had to because this was the first mint here. So this guy had to have somehow game of or broken the system and gotten a thousand whitelist slots. Or this is the company themselves. This is the company wallet that is holding these for a later date, mm -hmm. which I think is probably more realistic. Hmm. Um, well, so my question is, did they, so if I look into his wallet and I look down, yeah, so they were minted. They were all minted. You they might were have all minted four more days and 47 minutes ago. Maybe, so maybe they have something to be the announcements or something. It's it has to be the company wallet. No, because they announced they didn't have, there was a like a snapshot period to look at that they didn't tell anyone about that was like, okay, we're looking right now to see who holds primes in what wallets. Because I was able to get a minting slot as well because I'm holding one of Forged because I was messing around in the game. So I got a whitelist slot as well. So either someone had made a thousand wallets and had a thousand primes across those wallets, or it's the company. Well, no, because they were all minted to that wallet. So he, they didn't have a thousand wallets. They were all oh, yeah, that's that right. Wallet. They were all minted directly to it. Yep. Yeah, has to be the company. Um, which is interesting, though, why they took a thousand off of the, out of the supply, because they, you know, they didn't say 9,000 was going to the community. They said 10,000 was, so... Right. It's something to, you know, it's interesting. It is. Definitely. I mean, champions, uh, I'm super stoked, actually, for the game itself and what they have going on over there. We just put out an article on them this week as well. With, uh, they got some big backing. With They're actually A16Z. having a – I could hop into their thing right now and show some gameplay if you wanted me to. Yeah. Pull it up. Go Why not? Do it. Let me do it. Okay, yeah, I got an hour left. So, yeah, I can hop into it. Might as well jump in and check it out. We weren't planning on this one. We were going to play some Meow Match. Okay. <laughs> oh, we will. we got to throw them all up, man. I mean, the cast isn't 10 minutes long. Usually we go one, two, six hours long. Who knows? That's because Faz won't keep quiet. So it is the team's reserve for giveaways. I just asked them in their Discord. So that wallet. Oh. Okay. Oh. Do what? What's he gonna play? Let's make a little banner for this. Wolverine beard. It's called, <laughs> That's uh, called champions. Gray. It's called Champions Ascension. Uh, this this is gray down here. It's not actually like Wolverine. Nothing. It's just light reflecting off gray. Looks like my regular chin. Okay. What what's it called again? Light. What? <laughs> champions Ascension. We'll get there, Zoro. We'll get there. Is it Meow Cats or Meow Match? Meow Match. Meow, meow Match? Meow Match. All I keep doing is Meow, 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 Meow. Meow, 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 Meow. Oh, that's cat food. <laughs> meow Mix. <laughs> By the way, Blake, your dad just texted me. He's upset that you're... 
that you were considered, I was considered your father. <laughs> <laughs> Did he DM you? Yeah, he just texted me. All fun. right, now, are you going to play this game or what? So I got this all uh, ready I'm, to go I'm downloading here. the... Oh. See, I don't know. This might be one we hold off for a different day because I didn't what? realize I don't have the client downloaded on this computer. Oh, no. Might... I can download it, though, in the background. Yeah, yeah let's, play let's, some, let's, play let's some the... cats or something. Yeah. yeah. If we're doing that later on, let's throw the Meow Match on and then uh, whatever the, the... What's the Walking Dead one? Uh, Survival Z. Yeah, we'll throw that one up too. It's called Survival Z. Survival Z. Okay, so let me sh get this all set up on my phone here. So, in uh, Meow Match, do the cats fuck and do you get, um, <laughs> like, offspring you can sell? Okay, I'm gonna mute Titan for a little while. Okay, he's now he is now muted. So first and foremost, I think I'm just gonna show it on the app store so we can see what the age rating is, because I highly doubt that that's the reality of what it's supposed to be. That's all they do, actually. They should have called it Rabbit Match. Yeah, I can well, no, because like age four and up, I imagine that's what it is. Well, they with that other one that uh, what's that first cat game that came out where you could sell you you breed them and then you sell their offspring? Yeah, what? Uh, crypto oh, kitties. crypto kitties. Crypto. Like, that's what I'm asking. Kitty. Is it is it like crypto oh, kitties where where you? No, 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 no. Where you no. breed? No, them? I wasn't. No, I wasn't saying it was a porn, but I I, I was saying. <laughs> There's just I a better way if... to say that, Mister Titan. <laughs> uh. Oh. Shit. Shit. Okay. Well, uh, that's how you can monetize that. <laughs> this game has been a Titan. <laughs> I did not put that up. Somebody else did. Uh, if you were using Riverside, you could have got that for a short. <laughs> Too funny. No, I think it's. Uh, it has a like the. Uh, what was the town crush and the? It, it's candy a match crush. three, right? It's yeah, the it's match like three little gem games. Yeah. Oh well, that's that maybe explains why they got rid of that uh, the town. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's okay. what both of Dragon Strike and Meow Match are. They're both those types of games. This one is, you know, obviously pointed towards the people who like cats, and one towards the people who like swords and dragons. So, okay, so what do you want to start? Screen. Which one should we start with? These are the three games. Which three the Meow Match, start? dude. Everybody wants Meow, Meow, Meow Match. Meow okay. Okay. Match okay. Okay. Game. okay game man god betty that. come on <laughs> uh, all right so uh i'm assuming your hearts are you know kind of work same as candy crush hearts like if you lose a level it one goes away and you only have three attempts and they'll just regain over time these are like your objectives you're trying to do so i have to get this oh i already have one i guess okay so let's clean up the leaves Okay, so is this like the lobby where you start? Yes. Yeah, this is like your. This is kind of like the story behind it, right? <laughs> As basically, from what I've gathered so far, is this lady named Beatrice owns this cat and broke her leg or something and can't take care of her yard anymore. <laughs> that's kind of the. <laughs> that's what I have taken from it. I like it. Good story. 
you know, it's just, you know, it's simple, right? Like, it's just. And so is it just well, that? Is there anything well, wait. else to it? So wait, it said clean up the yard. So if you match that and beat the level, the cat goes and cleans up the yard? No, so if I match this, I get one of those like goldfish looking tokens. And if I get one of those, you can then do one of those missions. But you have to play them and beat the level to get one of those. Oh, Boy, so this... is that what unlocks over on the right? I believe so. I don't know. I've, <laughs> I'm kind of figuring this out, too. I only played it a little bit. because He doesn't need to take his cell phone out of his pocket to play Meow with himself. <laughs> so now I got one of these, right? All right. So this looks like Town Crush. No wonder they and canceled now it. I can go and... <clears throat> Oh. Now I can now Bring I can cut leaves. the grass. Okay. There you go. Okay, cut the grass. You earn the right to cut the grass. Grass cut. That was easy. So I don't know if I can like. Oh, I have to put the catalog. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So yeah, you guys keep talking while I play this for a little and then I'll navigate well, the just, Okay, you've got okay. old people here. Slow where, where down. Gonna, I'm trying to read these money? screens and they're disappearing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The so funny part was this is what happened this. last week though. We were all like we're all riveted on the gameplay. We were watching Betty get his ass kicked and Brett were like, <laughs> oh, oh, you got shot in the head again. You suck. <laughs> so wait, wait, uh so where do you get the, the, the earnings? How do you get earnings in this game? I so they released their white paper. Um, it, so no, it's not happening yet. It, no, it, they're right now. These are both still just complete Ember Entertainment. They're not <clears throat> connected. These are completely Web Two games. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they're. I don't know. I don't really know how this one gets gamified. That I don't know. We'll see. So where's this one, running on? What what site is this running on right now? This is just through the App Store. I mean, this is a d direct app Apple. on my phone. I downloaded. You can get it on iOS or like the you know Android, Google Play. Um, wow, well, so, is that laggy normally like this? No, it's no, not laggy. Or is it the stream? It's the stream. It's, I think it's okay. because I'm downloading Champions in the background as well. Oh 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 oh! It's just Wi-Fi. It is. Okay, now I should've, think we're caught up. Done it at the bank, dude. <laughs> yeah, we know that's trustworthy internet there Went too. To the, yeah. If he hung out with you, it'd go even slower. It's true. <laughs> I ruined this. I ruined her. No. Right. I don't know. These games are. I mean, we have. There's so many of these match games. Just like there's so many of the Town Star type games. You know, the Farmville. <clears throat> Moonbill, whatever you want to call them, and these these match three type games, people like them, people play them. Uh, I, I'm really curious to see how they try to uh, merge this over into Web three and put earnings onto it, uh, if you can even call it earnings, or how they're gonna how they're gonna run that. So I would imagine the easiest way to be or to do this would be to create a database token and not even put the, the, the in-game tokens on the blockchain and somehow just use it do a conversion. I, I don't know. This well, you can, you can connect, like, you can, even on Apple, 
you can connect your MetaMask to uh, OpenSea and so forth. You just can't transact. So if the database token was there, you could transfer that database token to a bridge somewhere. But that's where the sticking point is because uh, Apple and everybody else wants their cut and they have to figure out how to do that. Well, in, in like uh, EVIO, they, they just use a database token, right? So every kill you get a certain amount of E. And then when you have a certain amount of E, you can you can transfer that into Soul. Uh, ultimately, you are taking it out of your database token that they're, they're utilizing and they're giving you Soul from their pot. And every month they re-up their pot. The pot of soul, not the pot. Of <laughs> All right, uh, so that's that's a really good point. So, how do they then purchase that soul? Is it by people buying the database token? It's an internal. Uh, it's an internal. It's an internal decision that they do. They they probably do it. They were supposed to do it on a monthly basis on consistency, but obviously market conditions affect that, and so they'll sometimes add to the pool, or it, the pool will be there for a long time. So, in the bear market, when Seoul went from like thirty dollars down to like five bucks, nobody was redeeming their E. I was one of them. Nobody was redeeming, it, and they were just piling it up, piling it up because the conversion stays the same as mm-hmm. what that pool was originally, right? So once that pool finally went away and then they re-upped their, their E and it was, or their soul, and I think they bought it in at like nine bucks or eight bucks per soul, or yeah, per soul, then your conversion of your E was much better, right? Because it's every 10,000 E is $5 in soul. That's the, that's the conversion that stays the same all the time. So, <laughs> So that's kind of the ebb and flow of how they and it and it's just internal. They have money that they put into the pool and they, you know, they continue to increase that uh, or you know let it ride itself out. So it's an interesting concept, and I think kind of makes it easy for them being that uh, the uh, the way that their game is. It's very simple, and so having a very simplistic way to because none of their stuff is on. At least from my understanding outside of just the nfts to show that you're using that nft is on the blockchain like i don't think yeah. any of the stats are on the blockchain i don't think any of that stuff's on the blockchain at all so um and then it's just a point it's just a point uh, a pointing system for nfts to show that you're using that nft so it's very simplistic and i think they can do some simple stuff like that here in a lot of these mobile games as well is without getting too complicated to be able to create users, much like EVIO has done. EVIO has a bunch of users. Mm-hmm. I need to follow up with that, actually. I'm gonna put my, give myself a note. So is this all you do over and over is play these rounds yep. of match three? Yep. Are you bored yet? I'm very bored. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can go to, Dragon Strike has a lot more to it. It is okay. another match three game but it at least has hey, you didn't tell me about this one dragon strike dragon strike so this is another match three game but it kind of has like a oh, why is that coming through so weird you broke it again it's using your webcam that you had before with the line down the middle <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, oh wow that's... 
try this again, I guess. See, so have you tried any of these games at all, uh, Faz? No. You've been busy. You've had a lot of things. What about you, Titan? Have you gotten Not any announcement stuff? Have you looked at them at all? None of that stuff? Uh, I've read the discords to get people's... Um, sentiment on it but i have not played them no so these are not games that i i like i like builders but townstar is pay to win now so i'm not real interested there uh and i i want to be better at shooters but i'm just terrible at it but those some of those can be fun yeah i get you this isn't my type of game either uh I know we we played them though. I mean that's kind of our wheelhouse in here though. So we got to kind of look at games and review them. And kind of no, I I I totally get it, right? And I'm excited about it. I want some games I can try because, like, um, The Walking Dead when that first play test came out, I I was totally not interested in The Walking Dead at all in the least. And then I did the play test, and I said they could really do something. This could be a fun game if they develop it well. Yeah. So I am. I'm. I'm not excited about it, but I'm like, you know what? I'll play it. I'll keep playing it and well, see how it goes. The Walking yeah. Dead to me seems very. Uh, Walking Dead game seems very derivative. There's many other games. I mean, it's like Diablo. <laughs> um, it is okay. a lot like Diablo. So I mean, it's it's. I haven't even played Diablo for like 10, 15 years. It's just like Diablo. Um, so it it's. It just, it didn't seem the most compelling. It's the IP itself that's compelling. It's like, wow, zombies. Wow, look, it's Michonne. It's Rick. It's yay. Um, uh, I never watched the show, though. Well, then then you wouldn't play the game. But I, I, I wouldn't play because I played way, way, way too much of Diablo and World of Warcraft and all that stuff. So this one is a little bit different. It It's another match three, but obviously you can oh see that God. you have your heroes at the bottom. And if you match, so like if I match this red one right here, my red, like it attacks the, so it's, there's kind of an added layer no, of complexity on top like of it. Battle chest. Of just, yeah, yeah kind of. Um, but in essence, it is the exact same thing. <laughs> I, mean, I can little, see it being, it's a little more strategic to it. Like, oh, with, for sure. And you know, the fact that these, and that's where I think the NFT capability comes in, right? Is these characters. Like you'll, mm -hmm. and as you, uh, like as you match more, you get, you know, you can get like super powered. Like you, like I don't know if I'll, I'll probably kill this guy if I do this, but. So now I could, you know, use his special ability or whatever, and so I think that's where you know, Gala can come in and make this one. I guess better in that sense, but I don't know. It's still just. Not my cup of tea. I can see people playing this a little bit more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, though, it's just, it's a match three. It's literally they're bringing this stuff in to get players to the platform so they can cross-promote their other games, right? Yeah. Townstar is going to be a, a big hit on the mobile side. It's going to be a huge hit on the mobile side. And being able to take these players and port them right over to Townstar is going to be a big deal. Why do you think Townstar is going to be a hit? It's just made for mobile. It's made for mobile. Like That's the it? Game, just just because, I mean, is the game compelling to you? I Oh, so, no. Like, I'm a first-person shooter guy. Literally, like, I play these games just so I can get a taste of them and go and do what I – so I can at least see what it's like. I like first-person shooters. Uh, I do like builders and stuff. Do you remember the game Boom Beach? Boom Beach I played the game. hell out of that. 
I liked Boom Beach. I liked uh, um, damn it, what was the other one? The tower game that they they made. Balloons you know Tower Defense. About. You know what I'm talking about? No, it's by the same company. Supercell made. They made a tower defense game. No, not tower defense. You have the towers, and you're you're battling the oh, other guy. Oh, Clash Royale. Clash Royale, yeah. So that was a fun game. I liked that game as well. Um, it, it definitely held my interest. I actually, to the point where I had to take it off my phone because I played it too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking at myself. Wow. Like, this damn game. So this one kind of has part of that Clash of Clans style to it because like, oh, it's like, but so like, you know, this is like basically your town hall. Like this is upgradable. This is literally an elixir storage and an elixir pump. That's straight up Clash of Clans. Um, you know, you can battle in the arena and fight against other people in another match type style. You'll just be going against other people. So they have more, there's more to it, right? I mean, it's not just going through levels. You can, you know, play online or play by yourself. So I do think there is a little bit more to this one. Um, yeah. Cause it has a little bit more of that builder style and, you know, you can expand into these areas once you get high enough level. So there's. I don't know, so I can see these as tablet games more than I see them as mobile phone games. But they're one and the same, I think. You called it a mobile I, phone. I think at this point it is the <laughs> like I could be doing this this I could play the same game on my iPad right now. Um, but it is that I think they run. I think iPad OS is so similar to iOS that they basically run games the exact same. It used to be mm -hmm. that iPad had the better games. Now it seems like the iPhones can run faster or as fast as the iPad games, and so they're just making them work. I mean, yeah. what's it matter, really? Yeah. It's just screen size. Right. Yeah. Uh, so well, iPad, iPad seems going. to be more about form factor than a specific dedicated device these days. I'd actually get kind of annoyed if I had an iPad that I couldn't make a phone call on it or something. I think you there's can. some games that are uh, more uh, that, that fit the phone better. Um, what's the new Supercell one? Uh, oh, it's like Spider Tanks, uh, Brawl Stars. Yeah, Brawl Stars. So, so the way you hold your phone and the way you move the brawlers around is is a little bit more form-fitting with a phone than it is with an iPad, because it's a little bit big depending on the size of your iPad she said it's a little bit bigger and like how you got to move the thumbs around <laughs> but ultimately <That's> she said. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately i think that there are some games that are that are made better for phones uh there's ton that would be really good with ipad um i don't know yeah fortitude. so what the hell is fortitude now because fortitude was a was a tower game and then they changed it like this yeah. world of warcraft ish kind of whatever the fuck it is. Look, I don't Forti even know. Forti Fortitude used to be fortified. It was fortified. It was the one we this was back in 2020. Uh, and I remember in the discord, it was probably May or June, 2020. And we were just chatting in the discord and benefactor was in there. And he had said something about a tower defense game. And I was like, I said, if you make a tower defense game, literally you're going to take all my money. Because those are the stupid games that I'll play that will literally just suck my time away, and it gets ridiculous. Well, like two weeks later, they announced Fortify or Fortified. It was Fortified, Fortitude. What is it now? It's Fortified. It was right. It's Fortitude. It was Fortified. Right yeah, which was a tower defense game, and it was a soon to be out. This was a soon to be out one. Like it's already like it's already made, like ready to go. And is this Dragon Strike, by the way? No, this. No. So this is. 
Survival Z, which is the zombie game okay. that Ella acquired through Ember. I just had to switch the ticker there. Go ahead, Nate. So, so ultimately, we haven't seen it, obviously, and they changed it to Fortitude, which now is more of like a Clash of Clans type of game rather than a tower defense type of game. So it's more And of I a... really like the tower defense. They even showed a preview of what the tower defense yeah. would be like, and it was oh, like yeah. 3D, and it was really cool. I, and then... I bought NFTs. I have towers. <sighs> they were cheap. In fact, they were like 10 bucks or something, weren't they? Yeah. No, they were like twenty five a piece when I bought them. Twenty five bucks. Okay, same difference. Yeah. But the, but the point is, I, I'm really disappointed that they had one type of game and then they just completely just flipped the type of game. If anything, that's kind of a bait and switch. It's like, yeah. hey, we're gonna make a soccer game. Oh, ha, we're kidding. Now it's a wrestling game. What the fuck? You know, I mean. <laughs> 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 I don't think it was that big of a switch, but I, I know what you're saying. I get you. Tower <laughs> defense to Clash of Clans, yes, that is a bit of a switch. <laughs> no, well, no. as long as they honor my NFTs and whatever the hell game they finally get out, I'm a happy guy. You just want yeah. money. That's right. He's a Roy boy. I am a Roy boy. I don't spend money on things in that magnitude without expecting something $25 in return. a piece. Oh my god, yeah, that magnitude. I've got like 12 or 15 of those things. Uh, and whose fault is this? Yours. <laughs> Mine. My, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. You call I me on the phone. Be... Oh, go buy Gala stuff. Gala's going to the to the top of the world. I'm going to make a million dollars in in Miranda's park. More like I bought Gala stuff and I told you about it and then you started aping in afterward like with those nodes. I did. Gala, Gala I goes up three months. Gala go well the whole time. He's telling me that these nodes are crap. These nodes are crap. They're they're shit. Whatever. And then it starts going up because I bought my node for like fifteen hundred dollars, and so he waits a number of months, going off on them the whole time. And he's like, God damn it! So he winds up buying one for like, <laughs> well, I won't say how much he bought it for, but a lot more than fifteen hundred. He he shows me his screen with his note earnings for the day, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, no, dude, I get this every day. I'm like, where do I buy these? So <laughs> now, now, of course, after, after he bought it, nodes went up like another 1,000%. Now it's like $100,000 for a node now. That's, that's well, it was, it was okay because uh, I, bought before, I bought tokens, and I bought a, a crap ton of tokens, and then the price spiked. It was like the first price spike. So nodes were like dirt cheap at that point. So I traded. It cost me like like 1400 bucks, I think, for for uh, trading the Gala tokens. That's what I bought in for. So I, I got a hell of a deal. Well, have you guys talked about the potential of the nodes going to NFTs and what you think that's going to do to the ecosystem? A couple of times over the years, yes. But... Not lately. They they've been dangling that fruit for a very long time. Since the beginning. And, the very beginning. Well, and I, I threw I threw a bunch of shade. Mm -hmm. You could see the vein in my forehead popping not too long ago. It was probably summertime last year, because we got into that discussion, and it no, it was fall because Anthony R A made a comment, and he he hit it right on the head. He's like, listen. He goes, of course they're going to make them NFTs now when there's only 70,000 tokens left to get from each node. He goes, they're <laughs> going to be worthless. That's crap. And I went, I thought about it, and I'm like, 
that is really shitty, which is why I think part of the reason why they're doing this burn and remint is <clears throat> they realize people aren't going to want these nodes. People aren't going to run these nodes when the earnings dry up. Yep. Uh, well, I thought the nodes... The remit, that's what the burn... Right. That, yeah, that's okay, why the they came up with that. Okay, wait. My understanding is that the nodes process the transaction, they would be giving you rewards from that. Are you saying that's not happening or won't be happening? No, it, it is. I didn't understand. I At, at no point did, did I ever come to the conclusion that I would never be paid by the nodes. That's just... I wanted to Where, make that clear. Titan was, was trying to say that. Well, I think, so, I think the, the, the way it was originally set out with the tokenomics, that the, there was a possibility that there would be no more gala distributed at the point in time. Right. And so but the, they still the, have to do the transact facilitate the transactions. That would that never was supposed to be a thing until more recently. No. When we originally until bought Jerry those, they were came not, out. They were not going to use that that way. And so the idea of the burn and remint is a way <clears> to <throat> continually uh, show value in those nodes. Because now they're doing away with the the game tokens, which was supposed to go, you know, the the founders knows we're going to get some of those, but it keeps Gala going, like the token, I should say, it keeps the Gala token going and gives some validity to the founders nodes for value, uh, perceived value, I should say, and I mean it, it, it can definitely pay dividends in for a certain time frame. Um, if they have a hundred games on there and they're dropping NFTs, it could. So, so at one point, at one point, when I got into the nodes, uh, September of 2020, basically the nodes were dropping NFTs every damn day. And I got like, what, oh, yeah. 50, 50 like robot parts a day. It was just ungodly amazing. And the understanding was that every game is going to have a million NFTs associated with them. You're always going to get dropped a lot of NFTs with the nodes. So, so yes, I did understand that you wouldn't be getting funds uh, gala funds but you would be getting nfts however they ran into a problem with the nfts cost too much gas to to dump every day so my question problem. is it was an age problem okay fine fine so so they're going to they had actually said we're going to do geary chain because of that and so the real question is now are they going to go back to that dumping nfts every day for node owners because that was the original plan I mean, maybe. I mean, get, bring back the crypto crafting to where you can own certain parts of the certain NFT to make a better NFT. I mean, that was the the farm bot, the you know the crane bot. That's how they were supposed to do all the like not all, but a lot of the NFTs were supposed to be able to be built on each other. But like you said, there was a uh, minting problem in the fact that it cost too much with ETH. And, and they never they, they never explained they they never explained what they would do with that. It, they just stopped talking about it. Right. Which, I mean, they, to, to be fair, they stopped talking about a lot of things. <laughs> and they kind of moved directions. So, look, I, I, the, we, it's the year of show me, right? Like we keep talking about it. It's the year of show me. So it's just kind of mm -hmm. like wait and see, you know? So I, what's, your, what's your grade for January of show me? Or, or are we, we skipping they, ahead? They haven't, they haven't showed me anything yet. And there's a lot of announcements, but that's it. Again, yeah. announcements are announcements. Once I see that they put these games, these mobile games that we're showing right now on the blockchain, awesome. I'm going to be super excited. So what Once the... they give me a block explorer for Geary, I'm going to be super excited so I can see that going on. You know, well, they've shown the... you a bunch of nerd node customers, haven't they? Mr. Titan, <laughs> that's your cue. 
Well, well, they haven't, but I mean, Gala, no customers are coming over in droves. For well, sure. no, I'm, what I'm saying is they they have they they what they're showing is that they're they're uh, enforcing the newest version of of the Node software, which apparently is harder to run, and that's why Nerd Node is needed. Your your cue, Mr. Titan. Well, no, that's no fun. See, I have to be able to jump into it when I get a good good cue. Okay, okay. Then I'll, um, I'll say anything. But, but what I will say is we're still waiting for Anthony to give his analysis now that this has been live for a little while. He loves to dig into that and find out exactly what they're doing with V3. In other words, are the, is it still just a giant ping machine or are they actually running something on it? Oh, I, I don't that's going to be the key. I because think it's if still they a ping machine right now. If they if it's just a ping machine and they title it V3, I mean, big whoop. All oh, they okay. did was, okay, was change the minute. name. So, wait a minute. About these ping machines, again, what you're seeing is what features they're utilizing on it. You're not seeing the source code. You have no idea if they've like I like I said in the in the show with Anthony if they could have a full car built and and are just you know they're they don't have any gas in it they're not running they're just running the air conditioner so it's you've got to get that stuff out in the in the field first up oh, somebody's gone betty's gone he, he must um, have had a you got to you got to get that stuff out in the field he's still there i just hit him uh, you got to get it oh. out in the field there first so that when you turn it on that you know that it will start working immediately you it's Again, you're saying, what's it doing right now? And, and we're not asking what's actually in the program. That's all. Because that's a, that's a tell me. We need show me. Well, it's show me. Yeah, it makes, it makes a, a lot of sense as far as to give, give very specific, um, what do you call it? Very specific progress. Uh, it would be certainly nice if they would say that how that they're working on this stuff. Maybe even show a demo like behind the scenes, like okay, these nodes actually work. Here's this node running a game. That would be great. Okay, then I need to see a game running on my node. They can tell me. They can tell me anything. They can do a, a fancy PowerPoint. They can go to Fiverr.com and go hire somebody to make a pretty little video, a three-minute video of all the cool stuff. But if it isn't on the chain. Then you're Don't getting care. your then it's yanking your chain, right? It's <laughs> yanking my chain. No yanking my chains. Uh well, uh he's back. Speaking of nerd node, I wanted to talk about nerd node uh and v3. Um, because one of the things that at nerd node that we do is uh we guarantee your distributions if uh something should go down, right? Uh on our end. Like if if we mess up on our end. Uh, well, the V3 was a, a monster debacle. Um, and it came down to, we'll have a full medium that we're going to put out uh, that'll kind of describe a lot of the stuff. But briefly, I'll just kind of talk. There there were some Docker issues and um, the way that Gala was pushing out information that we could see, um, everything looked like it was up on our end, where in fact, there were times that it was not on up for certain nodes. So um, we fixed it. We, we found out what the issue was. Uh, we made a patch. Um, and again, this was this was 
this was a twofold problem. It was a Gala problem, but it was also our problem. So this is one where we put out an email to our customers and let them know like, hey, we we realized that there was a potential that your nodes may have fallen through. So we we need to see a screenshot because Gala is not sending us that information anymore within that to be able to see uh, if they were up or down, right? And we fixed the issue um, from our end, but uh, you know, so we have to we have to pay out. Uh, well, we're choosing to. We could we could blame it on Gala. So what do you mean by you have to pay out? What are, what are you doing in this case? So if they lose a distribution, so we're going to send them what that distribution was that day in Gala to their account. So, so that's that's anybody who's running a node on Nerd Node. If it went down, right? So not everybody went down. It, there was only a few actually few clients throughout. Yeah. yeah, just a handful of clients that didn't, uh, for some reason or not, that their node showed up as running, but it actually wasn't. Um, so with those clients that have theirs down, we're gonna we're, we'll be sending them out once we get a full uh, account and evaluation of what went down. Because we have thousands of nodes that are running, so it was a it was a big deal. Um, but we'll be sending that out, making sure that those people are made whole. So I'm gonna mute Mr. Tight because I can hear him banging away there. Him but and it would have been an easy thing for us to blame on Gala. And I mean, we'll, but it's not just, it wasn't just Gala side. I mean, it was a hundred percent where we, we could have rolled out differently. Uh, I could have me personally, uh, been more involved on the rollout, um, where we have a lot of very smart people that are doing it, but the more eyes on a situation when it's something this big that is being pushed out, there could have been different things that have went down and I didn't take enough are responsibility you, are on that you, on my end. Are you apologizing, but at the same time rewarding people? Because it sounds like you don't even need to apologize if that's the case. Well, I mean, I'm doing a service. I mean, they're going to get what they get. I'm just saying I'm going to be better. That's all. Mistakes were made. Standing behind that's your product right. is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, if you stand behind it, yeah, okay. Oops, m mistakes were made. I got my distro good enough. Yeah, that, but that's not good enough, though. You can get your distro, but I don't want to have it to where we have to pay out, right? We're going to, but we always want to make sure that we're doing things better on our end. So we now eventually... Do, we can always do things better. So eventually, some of these nodes, like the town nodes, uh, hopefully, well, they should be, they'll be running the games. And so just running the nodes means you're going to be getting rewards from the games. I'm, I'm thinking having to cover them being down might get a little bit more complicated. As things progress, um, right now we're—I mean—we're dirt cheap with what we do, right? I mean, we do everything. You just give an API, and we make sure it's up and running. Uh, if there's new updates, we update it. We do everything that goes on. Send um, out customer service emails. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we're—I mean—we're dirt cheap with what we're actually doing. Um, and as things, as workloads increase, uh, when they start to run games on these and they're requiring higher workloads, uh, the price for us to run those and make sure those are up and running will will increase as well. Um, but again, keeping the same promise that we currently have, you know, we're going to do the right thing by you. So that's really good. That's what people need nowadays because it, a lot of people's experiences on these platforms is uh, like mine on on Thorchain. Uh, they have the insurance. But then they never pay out on it, even even when you're entitled to it. And here you are paying out when you don't even have to. If you, you could point to your terms of service and say, we don't have to give you shit. But you do anyway. And that's the type of company you want to be with. Oh, Is that your plug, Mr. Titan? 
yeah, you, you blew the unnatural thing. I had it all in my head I was going to go into. And then you, you point at me, and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Well, actually, Nate was talking about... Nate was talking about nerd node. I just kind of slid that in there and whatever. No, it's a, I, I wanted to make sure I brought it up on the cast because I know a lot of people that have listened to the cast have came over, um, you know, and they got they got emails. You know, we send the emails out to the customers and stuff. So to make sure that, you know, trying to make sure, again, trying to do the right thing, trying to build something um, that the customer is going to be really happy with. So and mistakes, you know, they happen. We understand that. We're all human. So. Even right. though we got a bunch of machines in the background. Cool. Yeah. Good job, very, Nate. Very cool. I want to do one more shout out. Can I do one more shout out real quick? Of course. Sure. So this this is uh this is I shouldn't point it almost looks like I'm pointing to his penis, but that's not that's <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he has two penises actually. That's uh <laughs> that's uh artwork done by a local artist here, um, Jonas Uh and he does some he does some cool work. It's alternative type work uh, with his stuff, but he's a fun, cool guy. We helped him do a PFP project a while back. Um, anyways, just wanted to put that up there. Oh, we got something to share. Jonesy. Oh, nice. Yeah, there we go. Here is the, <clears throat> well, the page, actually, if you want to get in on your Urban Skull Collective. So wait a minute. Aren't you guys turning these into collectible NFTs for them? They are. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, I have a, oh I think I have you a hadn't got that far yet. Well, I have a couple okay. of Jonesy NFTs, but are these different than what he has here? So this one is the PFP project. So we did 444. Uh, oh. And he's collaborating with a bunch of different artists. He's been working with the UFC on some stuff. Um, and, and so part of his, he wanted to do a, a collection and, you know, provide some other utility with it. And he has a whole bunch of stuff on his website and his Discord. I don't know. All around, just a just a really cool dude. So it does some does some cool work. Well, that just that just helped me dox a few more wallets because I've seen those in people's wallets. <laughs> you won't dox mine. I've got nine ears. Nine of my wallets. You or, I'm sorry, me? like one, like you one. Know, no, you can nine's fine, but you already couple. You got a lot more to go to. <laughs> I just don't have the time to sit and sort. And I don't have fancy Nansen tools. Too rich for my blood. Honestly, I'm still I a working I stiff. I barely have time to sit and sort. And I'm uh, his Scrooge. There's whatever you called me the other day. That's Scrooge. You're Stooge. Well, Stooge. That was it. Yeah. That's my, that's my term. Nansen, <laughs> look, Nansen is great, but I, I believe they're missing out on a lot of uh ability to really dig into wallets and how they have it structured uh again that's one of the things that we're we're building uh on the back end of forging crypto is a a better user interface for searching and collaborating with wallets and being able to kind of take that wallet and and uh oh man what was that site i sent you before i'll see if i can find it later and share it but oh i have it right here sama systems yeah, so it's going to be similar to what this looks like. We want to uh, have a little bit more drop-down menu to be able to correlate wallets. So, you know, I'm going to take Titan's wallet, and that wallet's going to show it's got all these different connections to it. You know, what, you know, where has he done the majority of his sends and receives from? It's going to show color coordination. Um, it's going to be highlighted better. Uh, and then you can, you can really start to pull those out, you save those wallets, and ping those and put alerts in and do a lot of things that 
I think I think Nansen's trying to do with it, uh, but it's just not as user friendly. So. so it shows all of the interactions between like you know like this is okay. So I can go here. I can look at okay. This is it shows their Twitter. This person has two hundred twenty-four thousand followers on Twitter. That's his username. Okay, these are all of his interactions, right? This is the spider web of what he's interacting with. Um, Holy crap! So right. it's it's a really cool way to visualize, yeah, just the overall connection. I mean, here's oh, like Binance is in here somewhere. Um, oh yeah, Binance is in there because everybody's interacting with Binance. Yeah, you've got to have better filters in that because oh, that's 100%. just a hot mess. Oh, a hundred percent. No, the the filters are going to be the big thing, right? Like that's what you want to oh, see. So here's so here's CZ right here, you know. Uh, oh wow! But he what he's showing is more just like the visual idea of what that's able to do. Yeah, and this is uh, more and then social. Yeah, and then breaking it down into you know different categories of what you want to see, right? What's I want to see a wallet that it's interacted with more than ten times, right? Or with more than one ETH per transaction, things like that, that you're going to be able to do to really, wow. um, you know, narrow down what these wallets are doing. So, so this is something you're developing or is this something that you're, we're you're building. looking to mimic? No, we're building it. We're going to build it from the ground up. Wow. Blockham's Razor. Interesting. Blockham's Razor. But yeah, you know, it's an interesting way to just get more of a visualization of just like, okay, who is... Yeah, who's interacting with, with who? What, on yeah. what scale? You know, who's the biggest... You know, from right away, you can say, okay, these are your top dogs. We got six of them or seven of them, right? In terms of so, connection points. So are you then able to pull out like Twitter and MetaMask and be able to combine the two if they're interacting with the same people in MetaMask than then they're acting with interacting with on Twitter is that kind of what you're saying this is going to No, I mean we could. I mean you can take the social aspect of that and you know tie a wallet to a social um, somebody on social media itself, but really it's going to be the wallet tracking the social side would come later if that's something that we wanted to do. So, oh um, well, so you're just, you have the data if you want to develop correct. it, but yep. it's primarily for wallets. Okay. Yeah. Well, and the well, I mean, really, what that's going to come down to is is our database that we're building off of the database, right? So obviously, blockchain's its own database, but what it doesn't have is a real usable database for everybody else to be able to look at what they want to see. You got to take that data and be able to put it into a visual format. Um, for most people to check it out and see what they want to do. So what else that's, got that's really cool. But he's got something else here preparing in the background. This is Champions Ascension. Oh yeah, there we go. What do you do in this game? So this is like a kind of a World of Warcraft style, right? So there's you know combat is kind of the core of the game. There's a big PvP. I don't know why I'm not running. Um. You know, there's combat is a big part like of it. Like some there's... chick dressed in leather, some blonde chick. Is that who you are? With green chains. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be, okay, I'm going to be horrible at this because I have right no it. clue how to do it. I'm not very good at it. Um, actually, could I do... Let's do a practice mode. That's better. So what's the goal here? So this is just 1v1 combat. So they're going to have, you know, multiple styles of combat. There's going to be, like, team combat, you know, surviving against 
this is all multiplayer right now. Um, but you're going to be able to do it against just, like, computer-generated uh, characters. You're going to be able to, like, you breed characters, go on missions. Breed? You breed characters? Yes! Another fuck game! Okay. So this is the game where the elementals were just minted. And, oh. Um, uh, so you're like a gladiator. Yes. In essence. Um, I don't know what's happening right now. Is that you? I don't know why they stop attacking. Which one's uh, you? I'm the chick. Okay. It's, it's letting just you win. This mode, though. Yeah, this is just me because I have. I'd be getting destroyed right now. I didn't want you guys to make fun of me two streams in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So if you win, then. Or, or you're talking about where you're, where you're like uh, breeding your team. Do you? So no. You... So you'll be able to breed characters. So these are all. Um... So oh, you. So you get you get a character Whoa. when you win. No. So those are all going to be those are all NFT characters. So to be in the system, to be a part of the game, you have to own one of the characters to get access to the world of Messina, is what they call it. And so within that, there's going to be. You know, social aspects of being able to join up with people and go on quests in, like, dungeons and stuff against just, like, computer-generated enemies. You're going to be able to PvP battle each other for in-game rewards. Um, and you can use those to upgrade your characters. Only the Elementals and Primes, which are the top two collections, are going to be able to reproduce and, like, breed other NFTs. So, like, but, the horses. Yeah, to a degree. <clears throat> yeah, with... Yeah, the, okay. The... Or the... Yeah, the Materium horses, or the <coughs> Miranda's horses? Yeah, Miranda's horses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically the same type of thing. So they're the highest tier and the highest power, like the most powerful characters you're going to be able to get within the ecosystem. Um, so yeah, can I'm, you progress to that, or do you just have to buy them? I believe you just have to buy it. So they actually, so Champions Ascension just re underwent some huge news. They um, shifted companies. Uh, they were originally under the studios of Jam City, which was a very large like mobile game leader, has built some really successful mobile games. Um, they ended up creating their own new company called Play Labs, which is a company that tries to use generative AI to, to help users create content for the in-game worlds. So they want to be able to put this in a scenario where, okay, we released the first series of NFTs. All the other NFTs that come into the ecosystem are what the people create. What, you know, if you're interacting with another person, you're like, okay, well, let's breed these, create this, and sell this, or whatever it might be. Um, so they, and they had a huge backing. Uh, they had another investment round within that creation of Play Labs from A16Z. Um, I think they got $32 million from A16Z. Um, but yeah, they're just, it's a great ecosystem. I mean, their team listens to the community. They're... You know, they're going to be re-releasing their white paper. But, you know, one of the big things they said was if you release a whole GitHub article about every piece of the game from lore of the characters to tokenomics, people are going to miss a lot of stuff. Um, it's just too much information at one time to really process. And so they're going to be releasing their white paper in stages, basically, They'll be tackling, you know, one subject at a time and making sure the community understands that as they go. So when they do tokenomics and release that, 
that's all that's going to be talked about within their white paper community for that time being as so the community has enough time to truly process it um which i like the way they're doing it i do think it has the game has a lot of potential not only with the lore built into the game but just the fact of how big of a metaverse it's going to end up becoming it really does remind me of the web 3 world of warcraft or runescape or something of that capacity oh for sure definitely definitely world of warcraft runescape style like, yeah it's and it's it's got a good community there's a lot of people in there that are pretty passionate about it so no rug pulls there yet so if are they going to sell like like buildings and land or whatever yep. that is too mm-hmm. and those i want the hotel more, those will be able to use uh, be used <laughs> as like social spaces to a degree um you'll be able to host you know mini games within your tavern and you can get a cut of all the raffle tickets people use that you you know there's i don't have all the information about it because they have you know said they're like we're going to be re-releasing a lot of this information because we've made some big changes and overhauls to make it more engaging for the community um you know they were kind of one of those ones that said you know the more you gamify it the harder it is to pull in the right types of players so we want to make sure we're building this the right way um not only so it's sustainable but so it's able to get the user base that you know they know they can get and how new is this really i mean are they in play tests are they so that's an uh, alpha selling things um, okay. So yeah, so they, it's been around for a long time. over a year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in the crypto space, a pretty a decent amount of time. Um, a, t- a generation. A generation. <laughs> a whole cycle. It's been um, around for a whole crypto generation. Uh, I minted, I want to say a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. But they just released so that when I was just playing that alpha client, that got released late this summer. Yeah, late this summer, early fall, September-ish probably. Um, And they've made a bunch of updates. You know, when that game client first launched, all you could do was run around in one of the social spaces um, and interact with and like talk to people in game chat. Then they added in some mini games. Then they opened it up so you could go do combat, explore, run outside, go into different buildings. So it's being built out slowly in this alpha stage. Um, I don't know because they're redoing their white paper. I don't know how accurate their roadmap is going to be in terms of when we can expect a full public release. I would assume if it happens this year, not until the end of the year. Okay, that's kind of cool. I mean, they're they're really putting some thought into this, taking their time not, and yeah. adapting it based on what they've seen in the space so far. Well, yeah, so they have these slice events. So that alpha isn't open 24-7. It's only open Tuesdays and Thursdays from 11 to 2 and then 3 to 6, I think is what it is. Um, and then within those, there's a certain Discord chat that's open. And so people can, you know, directly talk about bugs, directly talk about, you know, okay, Hey, just got into the slice running into this error the teams there's like 20 team members in there helping people resolve bugs bug fixes um there's just a ton of different things that they are doing to show they're oh, doing they're it the right quick. way yeah i asked about that wallet that had the thousand of the <clears throat> answer like that yeah and they were just quick on the answer and i mean they're like oh is it the one that's they're like oh is it the one that owns a thousand of them and you're like yeah they're like okay yeah, yeah that's the internal wallet yeah. for rewards for giveaways so they uh 
I don't know. They have a good team. That's the one other thing, you know, in that transition to a new company, they maintained the entire team, like leadership down. Uh, the only thing that changed was the company, basically, but they kept everyone on board. Um, so, you know, the mission is the same. It's a it's definitely one of the ones I'm the most excited for just because of the fact of how dedicated they are to the community. Well, and they're focusing on that game. Like they don't have any other focus other than that game. Yeah. No. Now, are they are speaking of the community aspect of it? So what you're saying is is that the the community feedback is helping them make these changes or are they making these changes and just communicating them well to the people? Both. Both, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean cuz if if I go in if I went out, you know, was like I already did. I went into one of their things, and I was like, "Hey, when I was just running Slice, my game crashed." They got. They were like, "Oh yeah, there was a. The client went down at like this timestamp. Just relaunch." I was like, "Okay, sweet." All. I mean, so it's a mix of them being uh, very open about what they're doing and very transparent, and then also the community knows that they have a voice, so everyone's always talking. I mean, everyone's always suggesting ideas and stuff, and they take it into consideration because they're like, "Oh." Yeah, if everyone wants to see this, let's do it. That's what they want to well, see. Well, yeah, so let me ask you this. This might be tough to answer, but is do you think the fact that they aren't selling, you know, these huge NFTs and have this sales model up front like that then, do you think that that changes the dynamic of how they interact with the community? Does money get in the way, you think? I think a little less so. Um I think it becomes more about, okay, they're doing these mints for free. Okay, how do I participate in the community so I can get a part of that free mint? Granted, you're going to have to pay gas fees. You're going to have to know how to create a wallet. And there's other barriers there, but it does lower the financial barrier. I wouldn't say it gets rid of it completely because, you know, the fact that it didn't go to a public sale, um, you know, now if you want to get one, the price has hiked 5x. Um, There are still those barriers, but I do, like you said, I think it is easier and more engaging from an individual because, you know, if if I know that someone's not out there buying something, buying a $10,000 NFT, that's going to be 10,000 times better than the free one I'm able to mint for a couple bucks. Why would I want to play that? Like, I know I'm going to get my ass beat. Well, There's- yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm not trying to dig any, at anything. But this has been we've danced around this conversation with a lot of these games that we've talked about. Right including all of them today. It seems like it's attracting gamers to these games when the financial side of it, whether it's putting money in or taking money out, when when you hit a certain threshold, there's a line in the sand. And once you hit that line, it turns into this income-producing product instead of a game that's fun to play. And it turns into developing an economy instead of developing a game. So uh, wouldn't you say that most games are made to be an income? Like when you talk about games that people buy or they download onto their phone are meant to make income? Well, they, they, I'm talking about he from the player side. He Sorry. wants everything to be free. No, I, d- I don't. And I, and I don't mind paying, and I don't mind paying for NFTs, and I don't mind any of that. It's, it's when you get to that point of ridiculous of, you know, I, if I want to go 
and buy a character for this game, and I want maybe a better character, right? So I've mm -hmm. played with this rare character that I bought for $100. I've played for it. I've got my equipment. I've got my armor, finally, that I was grinding for. And I want to go and I want to get a an upgraded. I want to get, instead of a rare, I'm going to a legendary. And if I've got to shell out, you know, $7,000 for a legendary, my interest at that point is starting to go the other direction. But, but you're not the person the legendary is, is being shopped to. The legendary okay, is going but, toward that 1% that we were talking about earlier. There's There's always... There's going to be rich people in the games. Those 1% are, are going to hand around those expensive NFTs. Everybody else is going to have the shit. Yeah, and there's even a, you know, even a to a degree, not near to the degree we see it in Web3 because of the structure of NFTs. But, you know, even like 2K Basketball is a great example. The day that game comes out, I always buy it. And it, every year, I don't know why. It's the same game every year, but I love basketball, so I always buy it. Every year I buy it, I make my My Career character, I go to the park and start playing pickup basketball in the park. I'll be, you know, level 55 is your starting point and 99 is the highest. Right away from starting the game, you can spend $120 is about what it comes out to to get your player up to 90. That's the highest you can buy up to. And people just do that the moment the game drops, so they automatically have an advantage on everyone else. And I'm so used to it at this point. You know, it's like I get the game and I understand everyone's going to be better than me for the majority of the time I play the game because I'm like, I'm not going to put any more money into it outside of already buying it. So I think there is a threshold of, granted, you know, it's 120 bucks instead of a couple thousand or, you know, whatever we see in the NFT space. But, but it's, it's, that always as... exists. As these um, games get more popular, that's going to happen more. So yeah. uh, right now, but it's always everything... existed to a degree. Like pay to win, it yeah. depends on the game itself. Because some games go the route of just doing cosmetics, so there isn't any actual in -game right. So with these, but what I'm saying is, once you have NFTs flying around and people can buy them and sell them on OpenSea as well, now you have an intra-game economy that's going to be tracked uh, by I don't know the news. You know it. it uh, yeah. All, but, all, all... you know, one of the other things, I can't sell my 2K character. If I could, you know, if I could, I'd people would be more incentivized sometimes to buy, you know, from 90 to 99, you have to play for that. So I could, you know, people would buy it, right. get their characters to 90, grind it, and then sell them, right? Like, okay. there's, that market still could exist. So we're going to we're gonna need to start winding this down so we can get to open mic. Uh, and I see some some stuff being popped up on the screen here. Is there any last words on this subject before we, we, we move on? There's all sorts of words on this subject. We can go for days. Yeah. Again, we've, we've, we've discovered another show. Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, <laughs> I, I have all sorts of stuff I want to talk about, but it'll, it'll go forever. So we'll just sit in front of the time. Absolutely. That's when, Let's when do it. Faz Radio going 24 7. We'll just have people switching <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, so I oops, I left that one out. <laughs> they won't be one percent if ninety nine percent of the people leave like Titan. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, Titan is not an example of the gamers out there, and I'm I'm going to say that the typical gamer nowadays isn't even an example of the gamers that they're going out after. You've got to remember that a lot of the rich people building all the shit that you're playing that you're that you're doing with right now, they started doing it years ago. That Tesla. Um, you know, that, that Elon Musk started making, he had plans before he made it. 
you know, the, these all, all these other things you see out here, like the, like the Oculus Rift and stuff like that, those were in development for years beforehand. So, yeah, you're going to see this stuff right now, but it's going to be a couple of years from now when it starts really catching on. And that's what people are not getting. And it only takes one really good fucking game to just spark the whole thing. It's, it's not like two years prior to the Oculus Rift came out, people even knew what the fuck it was. They're just like, yay, you can play games on a... I mean, I, I saw the news articles. There's Google Glass had come out at the time, too. Yeah, you can play games on this, this like, you know, headset kind of thing. Woo! You know, now, the Oculus Rift really hasn't taken off, but, but the point I was making is, it was a... You heard about it a little bit before it came out. Then when it did come out, there's a lot of things that came out for it. Any new technology is going to have this spin-up time. So, yeah, while that's spinning up, all the old guard is going to be like, I ain't going to touch that shit. No, it's your kids that are gonna that are gonna like this shit. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, any any new thing that comes along, I'm 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 not trying to say that this that Web three may be that thing, but it is it's it's being built right now before everybody's using it. That's the only way to do it. Well, Web four and Web five are being built right now too, so. You know, Web three will be the newest thing until it's not. Out. Web three hasn't been figured out yet. It's it's going to be a little bit, but sure. Well, it's like ETH two. I mean, we're already on ETH seven, right? ETH two point or ETH seven point Web Web eight. Well, the the important. Well, I do because the original ETH one was a seventy percent pre mint that kind of goes right along with all the rest of the iterations of ETH. So it does carry through. Here's <laughs> some frustration they, in there. Okay, so well, we doing no, open mic I, here? I, I don't. Well, I'm waiting. I, I hollered for open mic. So if anybody wants to either jump on or throw out some uh, comments for the peanut gallery we have here to comment on, please do so. We're, we'll we're full of opinions, of, as we'll you know. We'll be happy to make fun of you and, and <laughs> opinionate on, on anything that you might say. You can't, right? So I'm the poor guy here, right? Uh, I'm working like a, like a dog during the day. I come here. I'm scraping together 100 bucks at a time for, for my entertainment value. So, yes, I, I look at it very seriously. When a new game comes out, if, if I'm going to have to make a commitment of 500 or $1,000, that's a big deal to me. So, uh, okay, so you don't market them to me. All right, I won't play them. You, yeah, I'll you will. keep my $500. Bullshit. You okay. know? And so the, the one thing about Mirandus that I found interesting was you had the gameplay, which they're talking about. You're going to have this grind. You're going to be killing creatures and so on. And then they're like, hey, all the stuff that was previously in, uh, previously NPCs, those are going to be NFTs. So, like, the store that you buy something at, that's going to be owned by a real person. Well, I'm sorry. In games in the past, you never had a person, an actual player manning a store. You had an NPC managing the store. So what they're doing is they're monetizing stuff that wasn't previously been monetized. Now, of course, they're in the process of building it, so we don't know what it's going to be become, and hopefully it becomes something. But that's an area where th that can be taken advantage of. If they can pull it off, that will spur an entire industry, period. It can, uh, but the but it has to sustain bleh, sustain itself. That's that's it's the not problem. Done yet. And they're still building it. 
So let's, yeah, let's find but out they're building they it with out. no knowledge. They're once building they it, it with no knowledge. It's going to be an experiment. Wrong. No, this this kind of this kind of concept has been in games for a long time. The whole point where you can man the store and run an economy and stuff like that. There's lots of economic games. Eve Online is a good example of it. However, the problem with a lot of these economic games is there's always a little there's always a little hedge they put in there for when they fuck up the economy. Star Citizen is a, is another one which will have an economy, which has an economy. The yeah, only that's a problem, weird one. The only problem with Star Citizen is they actually have allowances for when they fuck up the economy. We're like, oh, well, we'll just pad it this way. And it has to happen every once in a while. So Web3 is actually taking those concepts and doing it for real. Yeah. I was playing games in the, in the, the 1980s that looked like they had an economy. So the, the desire to have an economy is definitely there. It's gonna happen. Stop telling me it's not gonna. It's gonna. And maybe no, you know I'm it. not, it's not you. I'm not saying that it's not gonna happen. What I'm saying is that people aren't gonna buy into it, right? So yeah, they will. if you if they'll you go play and to, listen, they'll just play to, to, to fight uh, creatures. They're not gonna play to sell you things. The people who are gonna sell you things, they're gonna be the, the shop owners and they're gonna be the rich people in real life. You're not gonna rich, want to play rich people. Have you seen Spider Tank's payouts? Hey. You're gonna Maybe make three dollars a month doing that. Uh, that's for fighting, actually, but actually, they haven't perfected it yet. Technically, you're not making anything because you can't take it out of your account. We well, you can, but uh, no, you, you can't. They, they, they saw off your leg to do it. They burn. You burn your account. They burn it. They burn it down. So they you burn your honor. They, you have to saw off your leg to pull money out of the, <laughs> that game. So they should call it play to hodl instead of play to earn. Or daddy, can I have a? Can I have some allowance, please? <laughs> yes, if you give a, if you give us most of it, so yeah. so yeah, there's some tweaking that they have to do. So the concept is still they're still trying to figure that stuff out. That's what all this time is for. You're not gonna once the moment it gets figured out, you're gonna get another axie moment. You're gonna you're gonna get uh, it's just gonna go up through the roof, and everybody's gonna be like, what the fuck, boy? I should have bought in this earlier. No, I thought it was bullshit back then. Well, no, they're they're gonna do exactly what they did with Townstar, is my guess. They're going to get a bunch of marketing going. They're going to get a a ton of people interested in it. They're going to have a pump that <laughs> that sends everybody's tokens through the roof. And there's 40 million tweets about how you can make $300 a day playing Mirandas. And then as soon as everybody as soon as everybody goes in there, that's if your name it's is gonna crash. And then they're gonna go, Oh sorry, you gotta turn off the earnings again. <laughs> we'll stand there and hold your NFTs for a while and we'll figure it out. Sorry about that. So Yep. It's gonna happen with every game that happened with Axie. So they here's said the, the same thing. exact thing. They fucked up the economy. Oops. Yeah, and and so I, I applaud companies like Gala who tried to do something by doing the honor system. They tried. They, they get an A for effort. They get an F for functionality because that it just that is not what that is supposed to you be know, about. That's not what they marketed it I about. I hear a lot of judgment and very little playing on your part, but I, I get what you're saying. There so is there there is judgment. Everybody, everybody has an opinion. Because you can't play anything. Yeah, actually, what you can't play Spider Tank. It what, plays quite well. What do you? It 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 does. Well, There's a lot of people. How would you know this? You haven't been playing the goddamn game. Oh, I read. I watch. I see the mafia so commenting on it all the time. You listen to what other people say. I get it. 
And and I follow play along. The game. It, it, it's it actually is a fun game to play. It is an interesting enough to play more than once in a while. Well, that's you. Not you only play to get your rewards every day. You don't think it's play fun. play as well. Yeah, I do. I do uh, think it's fun. I, I even enjoy I talking know. to the people in the game. People are happy to see me in the game. I enjoy that part of it. Those 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 game nights. I had a lot of fun. I had more yeah, fun. Yeah, you played the game interacting. Twice, played the game twice the entire time. You're apologizing for not being able to, to shoot shit. Like <laughs> I do suck fuck? at Which it. Which way does this? this I do suck at it <laughs> really badly. Well, you're also playing on a machine from the 1980s. So yes, I, I well again we go back to me being poor again. <laughs> so we'll get there. Uh, I'm gonna try and get a new device here coming up. Um, so that might help quite a bit. I couldn't play Miranda's on this one. I had to go down to my son's machine. He has a gaming machine, and I, I got my Materium that way. That's good. I'm glad you got your son. He only played out. it to get his Materium. But, okay. I did. So, so anyway, <laughs> there will be people that will play the game because they're fun. And, again, this is the time when they're, when they're tweaking that stuff and working it out. It could be years. We don't know. Hopefully it catches on, and if it does, well, then you'll you'll just be like, well, now they finally figured it. Yeah, no shit. It's called no, this time so, for tweaking. So here's the thing. So the paywall is no longer a paywall like Betty was talking about from NBA 2K. The paywall is actually your fellow players because they're going to be owning the store and charging the prices and everything else. Your paywalls and your fun is going to be limited by the greed of the person who owns the store. Just like well, real capitalism. Well, I was going to say, with that same scenario, <laughs> maybe, they though, won't, maybe they won't serve you if you're gay, too. With that same scenario, though, you have... Oh, my God. You have the you idea to go that there. there's going to be different store owners, right? You have different store owners that are going to do different different things. I have a, the scenario of EVIO in the beginning, right? Like, you were... I was renting out NFTs. I was given 90% to the players, right? Until you had... Uh, Forgeable came out, and he put in a he put it in that you could not give more than 60 percent to players uh and the reason he did it was because <clears throat> you were getting a ton of these people that they they banded together and they basically were pushing it that hey i'm the best player give me 90 percent. i'm not going to play unless you give me 90 percent. and they were just bombarding these owners of nfts and it was it was becoming quite uh, comical actually and he put it out there and just said, "Hey, you can you can't do sixty. So you can only do sixty percent." That's interesting because what what I, I mentioned this with coins and it seems to be happening with NFTs and stuff as well. Is it seems that for everybody wanting crypto to be you know completely decentralized and stuff like that, it seems that centralized players like the issuer of, of EVIO money has to come in and stop people from doing things the wrong way or stop stop the economy because really what they're doing is they're they're acting like the fed they are managing an economy which is every coin every game is going to have to do this for their game or coin to be successful yet people will bitch about things not being decentralized well you can't have it well, both ways so so the the companies i think that formalize the ability for you to have uh, the rentals and the sponsorships, I think those are going to be the ones that will probably rise to the top. That was a big reason Axie got as popular as it was, was their scholarship program. Okay, and wait, 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 wait. 
let's let's be clear about the scholarship program. The scholarship program was not something that Axie did themselves. This was more of an honesty kind of program where people where people could um, be nice and let you play a character, and then they would give you money. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no enforcement mechanism. There was nothing like that. The scholarship program was almost in name only. So let's let's be careful when we start talking about that because Axie didn't really actively manage that. It was just a something that the, the players did amongst themselves. And of course, the players took advantage of each other left and right. The scholars wouldn't pay out the, the money that they gained and all that stuff. So I'll had you not I'll cut me off, <laughs> I, I was going there. I'm saying that the, the companies that develop that for their games, I think are going to be the ones that rise to the top. If there's a rental platform that, as Betty was saying, is managed by smart contract. If you have the ability to bring people into that world that way to where they may have a, an advantage or the guilds or the DAOs or anything along those lines, that's how you're going to still get the mass adoption for people like me who maybe want to go in and play it and have some fun but don't yeah, want to have to to do that. So that's, you're, you're talking these, about the very same thing that I was just talking about where store owners would be would be selling to to regular everyday players. The, 99% of the people playing Mirandas are going to be buying swords, buying armor and killing things. The store owners while they're running the economy, they have to go they have to work according to real capitalism, you know, supply and demand. There's that that's going the question is whether Gala Games, who runs Mirandas, is going to have to go in and save things because the store owners are all screwing over uh, the regular okay. players. But this is what this is where this comes full circle, right? So if you're a store owner that spent sixteen thousand dollars on that store, your pricing is going to be ass, right? Because you want your you've waited four years to get your sixteen thousand dollars back, and you want to make some profit. So you have 10 store owners who all bought between 9000 and 17000 There's no way that they're not going to all have high prices. Price fixing? Yeah, price fixing will definitely happen. So, and so that's the question. Now we're going to want a central government in a, in a way to combat against that price fixing, won't we? People are going to be demanding things that they did not. They're going to be demanding the opposite of what they wanted with crypto. What would you say, Betty? Well... Game DAOs, like yeah, game DAOs, really. internal game DAOs, and that's what happens? What happens different. when Game DAO one becomes more pop, more powerful than Game DAO two? Now you just have a different kind oh, of, yeah, of well, hierarchy yeah. going on. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much room, though, right? Like it depends. Like if everyone, if you do the DAO the right way, there would only ever need to be one. Because the right way. <laughs> the right I, I way, as in giving everyone an da- equitable chance. Da- DAOs seem a lot like unions in this case. Okay, great. So you're going to have a union running everything. I've worked for the, the I've worked for the state and for the for the, the the federal government. The unions run the place. So, okay, sure, we'll have unions, but it's 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 part of capitalism. Well, I don't think you're going to have centralism coming in either from the players or from the company. That's the problem with saying decentralized gaming. It's going to be centralized to either players' unions or through the company that makes it or the company who maintains the database for it. It's going to be really hard to break away and have true decentralized gaming. Right. And so I think it's going to, it's going to take time for all that stuff to hash out. And, and, and until it does, 
then the gamers who hate on crypto and NFTs, gaming NFTs, and, and uh, play to earn, they're gonna they're gonna be right. So it's just give it time. They, well, it, these companies are still building. They're still finding reasons to, to want to, to build this stuff. I think that that it, there, people are going to be forced into it, if nothing else. The right now, this blockchain gaming, you know, has one percent of the market. Web Web two traditional still keeps ninety nine percent of that market. There's going to be a point where that ninety nine percent flips their model to the other side, to the blockchain side, and there's going to be less and less options in the traditional gaming side. So people are going to be forced into it. And that's that's how a lot of these models happen. Yeah, it's I don't think it's going to be a choice. If you want to continue gaming, you're going to have to Mm -hmm. become accustomed to it. The the issue is how that's going to transpire. Is it going to be like a a 20% per year migration over to that? Or is it going to be way slower? I mean, is it grandkids or great grandkids that are going to be 100% ready player earn, right? How long did it take? I mean, I was like, I guess, so for you guys, how long did it take, do you think, for the majority of people to move from arcade machines to consoles? Okay, so... Okay. So basically what happened is it happened very slowly and then it happened very fast. Yeah. So in the in the 80s, the consoles weren't as good as the arcade machines uh, in, in the arcades. There was and no so, Sega Genesis. There was no PlayStation. Right. It was so, the Nintendo and Super Mario Bros. Yeah. That's what that's what that was the turning point when it came. Well, to- yeah. for, for certain games. And then so for a while, you had them two coexisting for a while because the arcade machines would always be a little bit better and they wouldn't always be on a home console. And then I would I think the mid 90s is is basically the death knell of the early to mid 90s, the death knell of the arcade because the arcades could no longer stay ahead of consoles. And I think when the PlayStation came out, it was over. Yeah, I think you saw, though, um, I think I read something about it. That exact question that he was talking about is there's a game. Right. Or there is a specific console if you're talking about it that way. But the game was Super Mario Brothers. Right. Yeah, that yeah you I saw, agree. With that. You saw a mm-hmm. massive transition of people going from, hey, I want to spend my money on this arcade game and everybody buying that in home game. Right. In 1986, was, I think. Is that what it was? 86 yeah. or 85. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I when I was reading, I think the, the data shows that that was the game. Now it wasn't it wasn't like overnight that they did that, but you saw this transition. You saw that shift move from from one to the other. And um, and the reason and that, the that same, I'm sorry, go ahead. It could be the same with Web three and everything else, right? It's going to be a game that's going to bring people there. That's then going to trickle them into other games. Yeah, the, the, the words that they used back then was killer app. That Microsoft came up with that word. Uh, when you have a killer app, then you can move people over to your platform. And so in the 80s and 90s, that happened so slowly because all the stuff was distributed out physically. It's going to happen a lot quicker with crypto because everything is electronic. So we're just moving from one electronic way of doing things to another electronic way. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to like end this like soon, guys. All right. Nobody wants to come on. <laughs> Nobody wanted to come on, man. You know, man. No, not today. It's all right. That scared him away. Do we have any last words that will not last longer than like 10 minutes? Better mute Titan. (laughs) 
<laughs> we can circle back to them cats. No. Um, One thing so, that's interesting. Oh, actually, no. Go ahead, Titan. No, 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 no. Go ahead, because I was just going to talk about something uh, that I had noticed um, with all of this game. Fi is my final thought is that there's there's a lot all these platforms that we're talking about. The main word is unknown and figure it out. And when you when all of us kind of go forward into this. We're going to have to make sure that we're, we're gravitating towards those organizations, companies, or whatever they are, that are actually producing something worth sticking around for. Because the players are coming in big time right now. Not game players, but the, the companies who are making these blockchain games are coming in rapidly. So it's going to dilute that entire field very quickly. So we do have to come up with an assessment from a from a community standpoint on where our dollars are going to go and what experience we're going to have. Uh, and I, I'd like to add, be careful of writing any company's epitaph because there's there's a lot of companies that can pivot pretty quickly into into Web three if they really wanted to. They're just waiting for the previous market to die first. And I, I think I've seen. Just, just looking around, I've seen a lot of Web2 companies that do microtransactions. They keep saying things. They keep putting out press releases saying that they want to go to crypto. They get promptly yelled at by their, their users. They go quiet again, and then they keep talking about it. They're not shutting up. I mean, you don't see companies taking, taking firm stands on we will never, ever do crypto. Well, except for Steam, which I think that'll be the end of them. They'll, they'll change their tune. Yeah, technically they are because you can play a you can play a Web three game on their platform. So, yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. so they're they're just changing. They're they're just saying we are not going to be the ones to facilitate that. Okay, so they're they're already hedging that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All Everybody right. hedges. All right. Well, Betty, last words. Um, I think my last words ended up really sparking something, so I'm just going to save it. <laughs> Look at AVAX. That's what I'm going to say. AVAX is doing some cool things in the yeah. Web3 land with in their, you know, with subnets built for blockchain gaming. They, they, mm-hmm. they have some cool developments. That's a whole podcast right there. Okay. It, no, it is. They, they run even nodes completely different on that side, which is a different way of looking at it. Interesting. Okay, it so really let's, is. Let's do Nate now. Last words for Mr. Nate. Um, nope, I got nothing. You guys have fun. Wow, dude. It's nice to see you guys. There was a lot of talking Absolutely. tonight. There was a lot of talking tonight. <laughs> every night, every Thursday, that's all we do is run our yips. I, I'm going to go into depth. I got too much on my head that it's like, like Betty said, it's just going to be, we're going to, we're going to dive in. And I'm we'll not going to go two, to sleep tonight if I keep talking. So I'll we'll be two hours in. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bring things to a, to a close here. Yeah. It's like wrangling cats. All right. So let, let me see. I got this uh, Faz pulse animation here, and then I got to do our Wachimahuji here. Oh, 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 wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, Can you, like, say your thing so that people will know?
Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us, which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro. Thank you.